Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, normally joined by Jeff Torrey, but we're into uh, episode number three of Jeff Torrey is Missing. Um, we have tonight's, we'll have tomorrow's without Jeff, and the Jeff will be back for the recap as we recap Thursday Night Football which this week is going to be Jets-Broncos, um, which, um, yeah, maybe he doesn't want to come back for that one. <laughs> it doesn't seem terribly interesting. But uh, tonight I'm going to go a little uh, over a little ranks here for week four. Probably I'm going to talk about some of these players and their current ranks and also for the season. And is it is this for real with them? Could be good, could be bad. I'll go position by position with that. Before we do that, make sure you guys go check us out on Instagram at Fantasy Football Profit. The website's fantasyfootballprofit.com, youtube.com slash fantasyfootballprofit. Check us out all of those different places. So I'm going to jump into the ranks real quick. Nothing too crazy. I'm just going to go over, you know, kind of where I'm looking. This is an early look, obviously, to um, being only recording this thing on Tuesday night. This thing will definitely change. And I mean, I guess I we should talk about over the top of this thing is the big news of the day was the Tennessee Titans having three players and five uh, personnel, you know, staff members that came down um, po- testing positive for COVID. So they're shut down until Saturday at this point. No practice for the week for Tennessee. As of now, the league still plans on having the, you know, the Steelers and the Titans play. You know, we'll see. I guess that all depends, too, on if there are more positive cases, if we get more results like that. And then also the Vikings are now having to shut down as well. While they get word of results, they just played the Titans last week. I mean, I I don't know really, you know, no, there's nothing at least we have to prepare for tonight, today on this. Um, Luckily, we should have time unless your um, options for, I mean, I guess the, that is the beauty, maybe, of having the Jets-Broncos Thursday night. Your options for replacing players from Tennessee or Pittsburgh aren't really coming in that game, honestly. You don't really have a decision to make till Sunday, so you'll know well in advance if the if the players are going to be in. So, you know, if Roethlisberger, obviously, and Juju, and um, James Conner, and Derrick Henry, and, you know, those kind of guys... You'll have time to make that decision. So tonight, really don't have as much news. We'll see tomorrow night's episode what what kind of things come out. But it seems like the league is trending towards or leaning towards having them play. So, all right. So they're still in my ranks. I'm going to rank them right now as they're playing. So except maybe, you know, maybe the Titans players should drop slightly just because of the uncertainty of not practicing. The Steelers at least are going to get to practice this week. So rankings-wise, quarterbacks... Russ is number one. Russell Wilson. We love Russell Wilson. Always have. And he's really putting it together this year. Playing against Miami. Should be a decent matchup for us. So Russ. Dak's number two. Good matchup for him. Uh, Lamar. You know what? I'm going to put Lamar three. He's. I know he's struggled a bit here. Not Lamar-like. But he's still good enough. And with the Washington matchup, should be up there. Kyler's my four. Josh Allen's five, which some people might even consider low at this point. But he's there. And right now, okay, as of today, Patrick Mahomes is six because going against New England is tough. But the way what he just did to Baltimore, I get it. He probably maybe I should be just ranking him up there and just not worry about that matchup at all with Mahomes. And you know, you're, it's probably right. I probably should just move him up, and I'll probably relook at that. Mahomes is just so good against Baltimore. He's such a good player. It's I don't even know. You know, sometimes still these matchups maybe just don't matter to a player like Mahomes. So that he probably should jump up my list maybe slightly here. Cam Newton. 
Deshaun Watson, I put it eight. I think you might see a slight bounce back. Minnesota hasn't been good. So hopefully Watson can come in and play well. Aaron Rodgers and then Matt Ryan round out that top 10. So when we're looking at quarterbacks here, I want to look at some of these, these guys through three weeks and what's for real, what's for not for real here. Russell Wilson so far is the number one quarterback. And is that for real? I, I think it is. I believe it is. Russell Wilson is an amazing quarterback. He always has been. And finally, they're opening up the offense for him. And he has those he has the receivers. He has Lockett and he has DK. He can throw this thing around. So I, I for sure think he's for real. I think this top five, top six, I, really, these guys I'm I'm confident in. Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, he's, he's shown me a lot in these three games. Um, he's a better actual real-life quarterback than I believe. I mean, first game, I just... I thought he was screwing up, didn't look well, good. He still put up fantasy numbers, but these last two games have been great for him. Mahomes is three right now, which is actually surprising. He's only three. He's obviously great. Dak, the Dallas offense is good, and they don't have a good defense. There are going to be a lot of shootouts. And then Kyler's five so far this year. And, I, you know, I've seen the nice step up from Kyler, so I think that's for real as well. Some of the guys, let's see, Lamar Jackson sitting at 12 and Deshaun Watson at 17. Do I think that's truly where these guys are going to fall? No, I, I don't believe Lamar especially is going to jump up more. Deshaun, the, the loss of DeAndre Hopkins is just, it's major. It really is. And I am I think he still should be more borderline top 10 than he should be 17. So I think you're going to see some correction there on Deshaun Watson and move him back up. But there's really not a, a lot out of line from what I'm seeing right now. Jared Goff is in the top 10, but he had been before last year too. And I think it's just the offense is better. The team's a little better. I think it's a good spot for him. And then Joe Burrow, 10th right now after three games. So they're going to, they have to throw the ball a lot. Cincinnati, they're just not a great team. So they got to throw the ball a lot. Joe Mixon isn't getting it done on the ground. So Burrow is going to put up some fantasy numbers. It might not always look pretty, but I think you have, I, I wouldn't trust playing Joe Burrow. I'll say that, especially in just a standard 10, 12 team league with one quarterback. I just, I can't feel comfortable with it, but. Um, it's good to see the rookie up there. Running backs. Let's go over to some week four ranks for running backs. So as of right now, I actually have Alvin Kamara, number one for the week, playing against Detroit. He was terrific on Sunday night. I don't see why that doesn't continue. And number two is basically because he passes Zeke. Zeke wasn't getting it done on the ground. At least the Cowboys weren't letting him get get it done on the ground. He still had a decent day, but no touchdowns there. So Zeke will be my two against Cleveland. You know, I'm going to put Jonathan Taylor. Seems like a surprise, but I'm going to put Jonathan Taylor at three against Chicago. I think it's a good matchup. He's going to keep getting fed the ball, and I think we'll see a good performance from him. Delvin Cook's going to be my number four going against Houston. Derrick Henry is still going to be five right now. He would, if I, wouldn't I know for sure that game's on? Maybe he'd go up, but not even that. It's just no practice. I mean, I don't know how much Henry needs, but just in general, the team needs that. But he'll still make my top five. Aaron Jones, Miles Sanders, Nick Chubb, Josh Jacobs, and Clyde Edwards-Alaire round out my top 10. So when you look at running backs right now through three weeks, and what's for real again, what's not here? Obviously, with McCaffrey injuries, he's he's ninth, but, you know, that's that's what it is. No Saquon. Alvin Kamara's number one. I don't think that's surprising. This is all standard scoring right now. I'm just going off standard scoring. So even Alvin Kamara, number one standard scoring by a decent margin, 10 points over number two. So... I've always been a Kamara fan, and he's proven how good he is again. He's really bounced back from last year being kind of an off year. Aaron Jones, number two. So I've been one of the biggest Aaron Jones fans for a few seasons now, and even I thought, even as an Aaron Jones fan, 
I thought there's no way he can keep up that kind of pace from last year. But you know what? He's doing it right now, and he's second. And um, you know, with with the running backs out there and the injuries, if Aaron Jones stays healthy, why can't he be up here again? I think it's a great spot for him. Dalvin Cook, number three. Yeah, really no surprise. I think it's a good one. Nick Chubb is number four. I know you had a lot of Nick Chubb detractors because Kareem Hunt's going to take everything away. Kareem Hunt's actually playing well himself. He's 12th right now in standard scoring. But that Cleveland offense is just going to run the ball, and both of these guys are going to be very valuable. Um, I didn't think it would quite play out like this. I did like Chubb, but this played out a lot better than I expected. Zeke's number five in standard. I mean, they just got to give him the ball more. Um, he's, he's a top five back. He's probably going to finish there. And this is even with a poor start for him. And then you get the biggest surprise, James Robinson, number six. So is this for real? I, I can't, I can't, I'm not on board with it being for real yet. It seems very fluky. Jacksonville doesn't seem very good. I just can't see this continuing. I, I really don't. I know a lot of people are on board with Robinson now, but this seems a little much for me and I'm just not there. I, I think maybe he's a, he's, a, he's a top 20 back. I don't think he's a top 10, top 6 where he's at. I just I can't see that continuing. And then the others are Jacobs and Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, no surprises. Chris Carson now gets the injury, so we'll see when he comes back. James Connors, 13th for the year, not bad. Edwards Alaire, the rookie, 14th. Yeah, it's pretty solid. So um, some of the guys down the list a little bit. Todd Gurley's 21st, which is disappointing. I'd like to see more, but... You know, I think this is kind of what he is. Honestly, I don't really, the big, you know, big bounce back, the former form is not really happening. And I just, as I haven't seen anything to tell me it's going to either right now. So, and the fact is, it, I I don't know if it's just not happening. I don't know. I wish it would. I really do. I'm, you know, been a big girly fan and, and it, it sucks to see a player like his caliber fall off at, honestly, a young age and, it's, he's not the same player he was a couple years ago, and it just doesn't seem like it's coming back. I hope I'm wrong. I hope it does, but it's just not there. Kenyon Drake, 24th in standard. This is, I know, a big disappointment for people. And you know what? I, not, I'm not like that surprised, to be honest. Like I've said in the preseason, offseason episodes, I've never seen, we've never seen Kenyon Drake put it together for a long stretch of time. And even when you looked at his numbers last year, it was concentrating on a couple games. He wasn't as good, I think, as the numbers really ended up looking. And the the memory that people had of how he finished the season really boosted him too much. So I'm not, I'm honestly, I think this could be where Kenyon Drake is. Maybe not 24, top 20, yeah, but this is more what you should, you know, be looking at. Then players down the list like Devin Singletary, 32nd. That's a disappointment for me, for Jeff. I know we're just not happy with that one. Um he did get more work, obviously, with Zach Moss out. We just got the problem is not even Zach Moss; it's Josh Allen that's running the ball. Josh Allen gets the goal line work. Singletary had a couple chances and he couldn't put them in. So I don't blame Buffalo for going to Josh Allen on that because Josh Allen puts it in the end zone on the goal line. So that's going to be the downfall of Singletary. I think he's going to get enough yards on the year between you know rushing and receiving, but the touchdowns are just not there, and that's uh, that's a worry. Oh, and this is the this is the biggest one for me. Joe Mixon, thirty eighth so far in standard. And is this for real? No, it can't be right. It just can't be. There's absolutely no way Joe Mixon can be this bad. Or, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he can be. Um, I still think he's going to rebound at least to top twenty, right? But I he he's he's much more talented than this. He has to bounce back from this, and it's disappointing to see where it's at right now. And then the line's not helping him, nothing, but it has to turn around. It's going to turn around. He's going to at least be a top 20 back. 
So we'll move over to wide receivers, look at some of the ranks for for this week. So right as of today, DeAndre Hopkins is going to be, you know, my number one, which I, with all the targets he's getting, I don't think this is any kind of surprise to people. He's He's been that good. Number two, I'm going to go Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley has been really good. Really, really, really good. And I'm going to put him number two. Allen Robinson, I'm actually going to put number three with Foles there. Tyreek, I think, is going to be my number four this week. Number five, this is where I'm I'm going to put DK Metcalf. I know people aren't maybe going to be as on board with that because of how Lockett's game, but DK is beating people deep. His day should have been massive if it wasn't for the just huge mental error he had in getting that ball knocked out. But he's beating people deep. It's it's just the perfect combination. Russell Wilson throws the best deep ball in the league. DK Metcalf has the size, the speed, everything you want in that guy to go deep. It's just the perfect combination. It's gonna this is going to work all season. So DK is gonna be there for me at five. I'm gonna go Mari Cooper, Adam Thielen. I'll go um Mike Evans without Godwin, probably again. Terry McLaurin, Tyler Lockett will be tenth for me. So when you look at the current through three weeks, who's up at the top here? Calvin Ridley, number one. And is it for real? It sure seems to be. Um, Ridley, obviously, was a first-round draft pick three years. You know, this is his third season. It's like the perfect third-year wide receiver breakout thing. It's it's the perfect combination of it. Julio's injured, been injured. And even when he's there, he's just going to help the defense go away from Ridley. And, you know, the numbers are going to be there. I don't know maybe if he's going to finish number one on the year, but He's a top five receiver, I think, at this point. Tyler Lockett, number two. I'm not quite there. I think the touchdowns obviously boosted him. He's good. He's been very good. He's a top 15 receiver, top 10 possibly with the way Seahawks are working. Maybe they can have two top fives um, or top 10s. I I think I'm still going to put him more. Though I don't think this is going to continue at least number two. DK, number three. Again, as much as I love DK, maybe I don't know if he's going to be a top three. I think he's going to be a top 10. I, I mean, he's that good to me, too. Tyreek Hill's up there. DeAndre Hopkins is up there. Yeah, well, of course they should be. Stephon Diggs is the sixth right now through three games. Um, I, I love to see that. And I think he's going to continue. The way Josh Allen's playing, I don't see why Diggs can't continue to be a top 10 receiver. Allen Lazard at number seven, boosted by his week three game. That's This is uh, not really for real. So <laughs> he'll fall back down. Uh, some of the other guys, Robbie Anderson's up at 12, but that's really just boosted by a, one big, big week. Um, it's a de- decent other week, but Robbie Anderson is going to probably fall off a little bit from that. Um, some other guys, if we go down the list, like Amari Cooper at 25, you know, with as much people to throw the ball to in Dallas, Amari Cooper might only be a top 20 type receiver this year. And so can't say I'm completely surprised. DJ Moore at 31 is a disappointment to me. And I want to say that it's not for real. And there's a you know correction happening, which I think there will be to a point, but the us hoping that DJ Moore can be more of a top 10 receiver. I don't know if that's going to happen. Still can get back to about top 20, but Bridgewater's just not looking for him as much as I would have hoped. So DJ Moore down the list, Odell Beckham at 41, man, it's just not happening. Is it? And Cleveland's kind of turned into a running offense. So I think Odell can get himself a top 30 finish, but I mean, it's disappointing to see a talent, somebody that talented that far down the list. And you just don't really have a lot of hope for it at this point. And I, I just I just don't. So I can't really – I mean, I, I wouldn't mind going trading for like Odell or trading for Joe Mixon because I feel at this point 
some of their owners, it might even just somebody might just want to get out from underneath them, right? So uh, tight ends, yeah, same old, same old. Kelsey, Andrews, Ertz, they're my top three. I think I'll go Higby and Waller, Henry, Jonu Smith, Gasecki, Hawkinson. I'll go Hayden Hurst there. So through through uh, week three, Jonu Smith's the number one based on one big week. He's not going to be the number one for the year, but he's definitely, I think, a top 10 tight end. He has a good chance to finish up there, a top 12 tight end. Kelsey's number two. That's He's going to probably end up being the number one before this thing is all said and done. Higby at three. Higby, you know, boosted by one big game. He's had so couple couple or, you know, not as good of games there. I don't think he's going to finish up this high. I still think he's more of a top, he's a top 12, 13 guy. Noah Fant up at number four. Been a decent start for him. You know, I, I can see him falling off a little bit from that. Um, a lot of the other guys are guys that probably should up should be here. Gasecki at five, I'm not shocked. Hawkinson, Hurst, Andrews should be a little higher. But that's just the Baltimore offense as a whole is not all put together right now, it feels like. But Andrew's probably going to rebound a little bit. And Zach Ertz down at 16 is a very big disappointment. But now with Goddard out, I think Ertz is going to see a little bit more action here. Probably go back up more where he should be. He's going to at least be a top 10 tight end. He should be a top 5. But we'll see how that corrects itself. But all right. That will do it for today. Just talking a little rank. So go check out the website, fantasyfootballprofit.com. That's where I'll have full rankings. You can see everything. Go to Instagram as well. We'll put make some um, rankings posts there. But th- right now it's still early. They're going to be changing quite a bit, especially when we get more injury news. I mean, is Chris Godwin going to play Julio Jones? There's all kinds of stuff like that, you know. Um, Got to see what's going to happen and what's going to happen in Tennessee, Pittsburgh. So that will do it for today. Tomorrow we're going to have our mailbag show. So get us your questions. I'll answer all of them on tomorrow's episode. Talk to you guys then.